You're listening to the pulpit ministry of North Life Baptist Church with Pastor Harley Snowd. At North Life Baptist Church, our mission is to encourage each person to take the steps of loving God, growing together, and serving others. If you would like more information about our church, please visit our website at www.northlife.church. Now, stay tuned for today's message. Have your Bibles. You can turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2. Be uh, looking at that chapter this evening. As we turn there, just want to say what a privilege it is to be able to stand up here, share God's word with you, and and just uh, the blessing that it that is. Um, I know it's been a while since I've got to stand up here, so I know for me it's uh, I'm excited uh, tonight to to be able to do this, and uh, Pastor giving me the opportunity. And uh, be honest with you, after over a year of, uh, of not being up here, I'm also kind of shaky and nervous as well. Um, but tonight we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 2 and, and um, some of the verses uh, in that chapter. Uh, if you read with me, we'll just read the, the first seven verses to start here. And uh, chapter 2, verse number 1 says, And you... In you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by the nature children of wrath even as others." But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he hath loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just uh, thank you for this evening uh, that you've given us uh, together in your house, Lord, and Lord, I thank you for those that were able to make it tonight, and uh, I know uh, others uh, weren't able to make it due to um, some health issues and illnesses going around and also the, uh, uh, the bad weather outside that uh, we're being uh, hit with now, and, and Lord, um, I understand that, and, and Lord, I pray that you'd just be with us tonight, and uh, as we look at your word and, and uh, the, the grace that you have uh, shown us and given to us, Lord, and, and just what all that means to us as believers. In Jesus' name, amen. I really appreciate Brother Dave's message this morning as he, he talked about uh, the gospel and, and how he, as believers we should be sharing the gospel. And you know, this morning as he looked at uh, as we looked at that, the, the, the gospel message and what that is tonight, we'll be, I guess we'll be looking at a little bit of uh, what happens after the fact that we're saved and, and some of the, the benefits and blessings that we receive uh, from God because of uh, our salvation and being in Christ. Uh, in verse number seven, Paul mentions the exceeding riches of his grace. Many times we, we mention God's grace. We, we use that, oh, by God's grace, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to do that. By God's grace, this or that. Um, 
I wonder how many times we just flippantly say that without even really thinking about, you know, what God's grace really means to us and, and what that's uh, all about. Uh, we, we even sing uh, songs about it. Uh, uh, one of the songs we just uh, sang uh, uh, talked about grace and, uh, uh, and it being free uh, to us. Uh, the, the most well-known song in the world, probably, Amazing Grace, which uh, so many of us love, and we, we, we sing that, singing about the grace of God. But maybe too many times we don't just give it, we don't give enough thought to it. Uh, we don't meditate on it enough, and, and, it would, and sometimes we be, I think maybe we become numb to, to what God has given us, and, and we just don't show him the appreciation and, and, and the thankfulness and praise for, for what he has bestowed upon us. I would assume that you know, we, we don't do that enough. And, and tonight, as we, we look at the grace that God has given us, and, and uh, I, I know as I studied it and, uh, over, over the past uh, few weeks, and, you know, it, it really gripped me uh, looking at God's grace and, 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 and even what he has done in my own life and, and just uh, amazed at uh, that, that grace that he has shown me and 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 uh, even the fact that even though uh, I I'm so undeserving of His grace, he, he gives it to me anyway, and He gives it to me freely, and I'm just so thankful for that. But tonight uh, we're going to be looking at uh, uh, three points here, and the first one is where we were, where we were. So we look again at verses one through three, and you hath he quickened, and were dead in trespasses and sin, wherein in time past he walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. And then look down to verses 11 and 12, which says, Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who were called uh, uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. So first off, we look at where we were. Where were, where were we before Christ? Where were we uh, before salvation? Before we uh, uh, listened to that gospel message and accepted it for, for what it was and, and, and confessed our sins to God and, 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 and asked him to save us. Before uh, coming to Christ, uh, we see that we were in a, a dark place. We were uh, spiritually blind. We were completely unaware uh, of our even our our need of Christ, our our need of salvation. Uh, think back to uh, maybe your, your your childhood or or, or bef uh, before you got saved. Uh, some I'm, I'm I'm sure many in here uh, were probably saved as as children. Others later in life. But how how long in your life did you go living not fully understanding the the gospel message and understanding the the the, the need to. Uh, 
for, for a savior to, to, to cleanse you of your sins. We, we were unaware of that. Uh, we had no clue that we, we needed a savior. Look at uh, Romans 3, verse, verse number 11. Romans 3, verse number 11. Let's see if I can get there. Bible's a little bit newer and pages are still sticking. Romans 3.11 says, There is none that understandeth God. There is none that seeketh after God. We, we, weren't, we weren't seeking God. We weren't desiring Him. We weren't uh, trying to seek out His, his will. Uh, we, we were pursuing our own. Uh, we were unaware that we needed Him. We needed a Savior. And, and so if you're unaware of something, you're not going to seek something out that you're that you're unaware that you need. Uh, if uh, there, there, there's something wrong with your, 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 your vehicle, or but maybe there's something going on with your vehicle, and, but it's not showing any uh, symptoms yet, and uh, you're not going to seek out a mechanic until you know, the, something happens, the engine blows up, the transmission gives out, the, the tire falls off and rolls down the highway while you're, you're going down the road. Uh, it, it, we, we don't seek things out unless we uh, realize that there's a need. We were dead in our... It also says that we were dead in our sins. Uh, verse number one, uh, we were spiritually dead. Dead in our sins. Uh, this uh, goes along with what I, I've, I've just said. Being unaware of uh, our need of a Savior... Uh, uh, you, you think of a, a dead person, uh, how aware are they of their circumstances of what's going on around them? They're, 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 they're not. They're, 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 you, you can go to a, a, a funeral, walk up to the casket, and you can try to, to, to talk to them. Uh, you can try to uh, provoke them, poke at them. They're not going to respond to you uh, be, because they're dead. And, and that's, where we are, we're, that's where we were before uh, salvation. We were spiritually dead, uh, completely uh, unaware of, of what was going uh, on around us, spiritually dead. Being dead, unaware of our uh, condition, unaware uh, of God's will for us, unaware of spiritual things. Our only desires that we had were those of uh, the, the flesh, uh, heavenly things, spiritual things, we had no desire uh, for those things. Romans 3.12 uh, says, They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. Not, no, not one. Uh, you may think that you could be the best person. You, know, you do all these good works, but without Christ, it, it, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Second verse of Ephesians uh, mentions that we walked according to the course of the world. So what does that mean? It just means that we, we desired what the world desired. Uh, we desired to be like the world. We just wanted to, to fit in, go with the flow. 
Uh, we took on the, the, the world's desires. We, we took on the world's uh, philosophy, and we, 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 we would live, live like that for, for the most part. Uh, no, we might not have did uh, a lot of the evil, uh, wicked things that we would consider the, the extremes. Uh, uh, maybe we did try to live a, a, a good moral life because that's what society uh, expected out of us. Uh, but we've walked according to the course of this world. Uh, we desired what the world did, and, 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 and we, we, we just went with the flow. We, we, we weren't doing anything to, to stir, stir anything up, uh, 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 create any controversy with the world. We just wanted to get, wanted to get along, uh, do what they do. Second part of verse uh, two says that uh, we walked well. We walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Um, in Luke number Luke chapter four, we see that uh, you know God has allowed Satan to have authority over this uh, world. Uh, right now, this is his domain. Uh, he has it because God allows him to have it, and and um, and he's there, and he he's here, and he's. Uh, he's doing his best to influence the, uh, the, the world and people to, uh, to accomplish his own will and, and what he's, he, he wants. And, and although uh, not every time we sin or, or, or fall short, uh, it's not always the devil's fault. Uh, I know as pastor has said before, sometimes we give the devil uh, more credit than what he deserves. We're, we ourselves are more than capable of... Uh, uh, making a mess of things without his help, uh, but certainly he is there and uh, uh, trying to influence. And and as un, when we were unbelievers, uh, that was our master. And the things that we did were uh, promoting what his desires were and uh, his his goal, his what he 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 wanted and uh, his desires, what he was trying to accomplish. Um, he was our master, and we were, uh, uh, we were slaves to our flesh under his control. Verse number three, first part of verse number three, says, among, among whom also we had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, also fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Again, our, our desires were not of spiritual things. Uh, we weren't setting our affection on, on things above. Uh, we were setting our affection on things on this earth. Um, that was our whole focus, was our, our flesh, making sure that our, uh, we were taken care of, that uh, self was taken care of, uh, making sure that uh, we were getting what we want, uh, our, making sure that our desires and and what we wanted in life, that's what we were pursuing. Those were our goals. Our goal wasn't uh, to do the will of God, but it was to do our, our own will uh, and fulfill our own plans that uh, we had for our life. Second part of that verse says that, uh, and we're by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Um, Look with me to Second Peter, uh, real quick here. Second Peter, verse or chapter two, verses thirteen and fourteen. 
2 Peter 2, 13 and 14. And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness, as they that count it pleasure to ride in the daytime. Spots they are in blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sin, uh, beguiling unstable souls and uh, heart that have exercised with uh, covetous practice, cursed children." When we look at ourselves, we, we always try to paint ourselves in the best light uh, possible. We, we, uh, we, 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 we try to make ourselves uh, look better than what we uh, really are, don't we? Um, uh, I, I know many, many times even uh, when we do uh, confess doing something wrong or something we, we uh, uh, weren't supposed to be doing, uh, how many times do we follow it up with, yeah, I did this, but be, it was because I... Because of this, I had this going on or that, and we, you know, we, we try to you know soften it a little bit, and and we we may not view ourselves as uh, children of wrath. Uh, we we look at maybe you know the, the federal penitentiaries and uh, the, the the county jails, and we're like those those people those they're the children of wrath. Certainly not me. You know I you know I I have a family, wife, kids, and. Uh, I, I provide for them. I, I'm an outstanding citizen. I, I, I vote and, and all the good stuff. Um, certainly, I'm not a children of wrath, but the Bible says that we are children of wrath. Um, God views our sin uh, just as extremely as uh, all these other sins, whether it's covetousness, the uh, murder, uh, and lying, thieving. Uh, to God, it's all the same. Sin is sin. And so... Uh, before the gospel, before we received the gospel, we, we were children of wrath. Uh, I, in fact, Isaiah, I like the way Isaiah puts it, all our righteousness is as filthy rags. Uh, we can be as good as uh, we want to be, uh, try to do all the good works, uh, but at the end of the day, they're, they're worthless. We're just children of wrath. It also goes on to say that we were without God, no hope, having no hope. Uh, and yeah, we were without God. We didn't have God in our life. He, we didn't have him there guiding us. Uh, we didn't have that light. Uh, we were just in spiritual darkness. And that is where we were before, we, before becoming Christians, before accepting Christ as our Savior, that's, we, we, we lived in darkness, completely unaware of our spiritual condition, as children of wrath, serving our own desires, having Satan as our master. That's where we were. But because of the grace of God, we're not there anymore, right? Thankfully, praise, praise the Lord, we're not there anymore. Because of the grace of God, uh, we, we've moved past that uh, Look back again to uh, uh, Ephesians 2, uh, verses uh, 4 through 7. We'll look at verse 5. Verse 5 says, 
even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. Verses 8 and 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Uh, chapter 2 starts out with, and you, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. So we saw where we were, and now where we are is we are alive. We're no longer uh, dead in our sins. We're no longer a slave to our sins. Uh, we are alive. He has quickened us. Uh, he has given us life. We are not dead in our sins, but we are forgiven. Uh, and it goes on to say that we are made a, a, a new creature. Uh, we have a new man. Uh, the old things are passed away. Uh, all things are become new. Um, we are no longer subject to obey the flesh, that, that old man that we were. Uh, we, we don't have to obey, obey him anymore. We, we now have a, a, a choice. Uh, we can choose to uh, o- obey and, and worship uh, God the way uh, God designed us to. Um, we don't have to listen to our flesh anymore because he's quickened us. Uh, look at verse 6. Uh, and hath raised us up together and made us sit in heavenly places in Christ uh, Jesus. Uh, not only are we alive, but we are also in Christ. Uh, was it a couple? Can't remember now. Maybe a couple years ago. I don't know. The time flies. Uh, you know, the theme for our church was it in Christ, and uh, and, and Pastor did uh, some messages uh, about that. Uh, but we are now in Christ. Because we are in Christ, we are no longer under condemnation. Uh, uh, we, 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 we can see that in uh, Romans 8.1, 8, that we are no longer under the condemnation that we once uh, were. Uh, before, we, before being saved, we, we were under condemnation. We was uh, awaiting judgment for our sins. Uh, but now, we don't have to face that condemnation. Now, when the Father looks upon us, He no longer views us as the, the, the wretched sinners that we are. Uh, he no longer views us as His enemy, uh, but now He views us as His, his children. Um, he sees us uh, uh, not necessarily because of who we are and our own righteousness, but he sees us because of the blood of Christ that, that covers us. It, it has washed our sins away. Uh, when, he, when he looks at us, he sees the righteousness of his son and, and, and the work that he has done because we are in Christ. The other part of verse 6 says that we are sitting in heavenly places. Um, Obviously, we're not physically there, or you wouldn't be uh, sitting here tonight. Uh, but, but because uh, spiritually we are in Christ, we are elevated to new, to new heights and, and privileges. And because of that, our desires are no longer to be of this world, but of spiritual things. Um, look, look over just a couple books to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians 3, 
Verse 2 says, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. And so as believers, we, uh, because of where we're at now, uh, being in Christ, we're, we're, we're no longer to uh, set our affection on the things of this world. And uh, it, it's e- I know it's easy to get distracted. We, 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 we look at what all the world has to offer sometimes, and uh, maybe the, the commercials come on TV with uh, uh, you know, this vehicle or that product, and, 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 and we, we desire those. And, and so you know, we go to work, and, and we, we get this focus on, well, if I just work a little harder, I can get this, I can get that. Uh, I can make a name for myself if I, if I pursue this path or, or uh, whatever it is. But, but we are no longer to be uh, doing that. Our, our affection should be on things above. Verse number 19. Verse 19 says, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and household of God. And I like this one because I... Just uh, thinking about that, uh, we're foreigners here in this world. We're, we're no longer citizens of, uh, of this world. Um, we are now citizens of heaven. And, and not only that, uh, uh, think about, or, or what is, uh, sorry, uh, verse 19 uh, but it also, it, we, fellow citizens with the saints and of household of God. Think, think about all the, uh, the, the saints of old that have already passed before us, that are already uh, uh, there, uh, you know, whether it's Moses or King David, Esther, Ruth, uh, you know, the disciples, uh, maybe martyrs from the, the, the early church, or, or, or even currently uh, 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 People that we know, loved ones, that siblings, spouses, whoever it may be, that have already gone on before us, they're already there. They're citizens, already residing in that land. We're citizens, but we're a little out of town at the moment. But one day, we will be reunited with them and. And the, the, the citizenship that uh, we, we, we see that these great saints had of old and, and uh, our heroes from the Bible, uh, we, we get to share the same uh, pleasures that they're enjoying right now. I think of the, the song that says, uh, this world is not my home, I'm just a passing through, my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. Uh, so easy to get frustrated, depressed, and dis- disgusted with what going, what's going on around us in the world. And uh, it's so encouraging to know that, you know what, this, this isn't where I technically live. My, my residence is somewhere else. Uh, one day this is all going to end, and I'll be able to go home, and it's all going to be better. Um, and someday it will be, and, and that's something that we can all uh, look forward to. 
with me the, down to verse number 8. For by, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Thirdly, we see what we have. We saw where we were. We see where we are now. And now we, we're going to look at what we have because of uh, where we are. Obviously, we have salvation. We have eternal life, as, uh, as I've already mentioned. Uh, we have been given the gift of eternal life. Uh, uh, Brother Dave brought up this morning, uh, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world. Um, but then the end of the verse, uh, it, it talks about having everlasting life. And uh, God has given that to, that to us freely. Uh, uh, Romans 6.23 uh, tells us that we uh, have eternal life. Uh, because of Christ, we have salvation. Uh, we are no longer under the condemnation that Romans 8.1 talks about. Um, and once in our new heavenly home, we can rest assured that that's never going to come to an end. Uh, uh, we have eternal life means eternal um, Oh, there's some that believe that uh, they, they can uh, lose that. Uh, there's stuff that they can do to, that uh, they will no longer have eternal life. But the Bible teaches that once we have it, it stays. That's why it, 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 it's eternal. We're not going to lose it. Um, and the reason we're not going to lose it is because it's not up to us. If it was up to us, we would lose it. Uh, but because we are in Christ, um, we, yes. <laughs> We, we, we won't lose it. And so we can be thankful for our salvation uh, that the Lord provides. Verse number 13 uh, says, uh, But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Uh, and then verse number uh, 15, Having abolished in this flesh, the enmity, even the law of commandments, contain in ordinances to make uh, in himself of twain one new man, so making peace. So we have salvation. Because of salvation, we have a new man. Uh, we have a new man. Uh, we had the, you have the old man, which unfortunately, uh, while we're here on this earth, doesn't quite go away. He's always there uh, uh, nudging and nagging to, to get back into your life. And, and sometimes, uh, unfortunately, uh, he convinces us and, and we do what we're not supposed to. Uh, but we are given a, a, a new man, and with that new man comes those uh, new desires to, uh, of spiritual things. Uh, I believe Colossians 3.10 tells us that we were to put off the old man and, and put on the new And we know, we, we, we would know this as a sanctification and, or, you know, the, the process of sanctification. When we, are, when we get saved, uh, God sanctifies us, uh, but it's still a process. Uh, we still goof up. We still have oopsie moments where, oh, I shouldn't have done that. We, we kick ourselves for it, and, and, and we, we, we still have those times, but that's why it, it is a process. And, um, 
Tai... <laughs> but it's something that uh, we, we do have, and, and, and we are to pursue it, and, and, and uh, thankfully that uh, Christ makes uh, himself, or Christ himself makes it clear that uh, our sanctification comes from him. Uh, verse number 10 says that we were created in Christ Jesus. As this verse says, uh, we are his workmanship. It is uh, he who has made us uh, who we are. Uh, we did not make ourselves. Uh, we, we, we see that a lot, uh, especially in our, our culture and, uh, and, and even a lot of advertisement of the, the whole uh, concept of Oh, you just got to make yourself. You got to build yourself up. You got to uh, do this for yourself. And, and uh, I, I, I passed a billboard the one day, and I, I, it said something to the effect of, you know, you do you. And, and that whole uh, philosophy of, of building uh, self up. Uh, but the Bible makes it clear that we are not self-made people. Uh, we, many times we like to think we are. We, we you know, look at who we are and, and maybe our, our, our character and, and, and what we have. And we think, oh, yeah, I, I did that. But we need to remember that we're not self-made. Everything we have is because God has allowed us to have it. Uh, God has given, it, given that to us. Um, and I'll be honest with you, this last year, um, that was a hard lesson I had to learn. Uh, when uh, uh, when I went, ended up in the hospital and diagnosed with cancer, um, uh, you know, the, those were some hard lessons I had to learn that, you know, I, 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 cause I was working hard to, to provide for my family. It was cause I, I felt that was what I'm supposed to do. And I, you know, you are supposed to work, you are supposed to provide for your family. Uh, but I think maybe I, maybe a little, I was taking a little too much uh, credit for it, uh, and wasn't giving God a, 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 the, the credit that he deserved, um, and I realized that, you know what, I'm not a self-made man. Um, health can be gone tomorrow. Finances can be gone tomorrow. Uh, no, nothing's guaranteed. Uh, and, and that's fine. Because we're, we're people, we goof things up, and, and you know what, it, it is better. Just, just leave it in the Lord's hands. It, it's just so much... Uh, uh, better that way to uh, uh, allow him to to control your life and 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 just to rely on him. He 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 knows tomorrow. He knows next year, and uh, he he knows our needs. And and it's, so it's best just to rely on him. We're not we are not self made people, and we must understand and remember uh, that being created in Christ Jesus unto good works is the result of Christ and not us. Um, I we. You know, I think many times uh, as we do good works, we, we need to be careful. What, what is our motivation behind that? Are we doing the good works because it makes us feel good about ourselves? Are we doing the good works because we, we think uh, it makes us look good to others? Or are we doing the good works because we honestly are desiring to serve God and, and, and do uh, what he wants us to do? Um. The works that we do should be done out of a heart of love for Him. But if we're not careful, we, uh, we, sometimes we do do them uh, for our own benefit and to, to build ourselves up rather than being, bringing glory to God. 
verse number 18, for through, for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. We have salvation. We're, we're given a new man. We're, we're in Christ. Uh, we're made to be alive. Uh, but not only that, uh, because of our uh, position now, uh, we also have access to the Father. We have access to the Father. Uh, we could, we, you also see that in Hebrews 4.16. Uh, and this access, again, is because of who we are in Christ. Not only do we have direct ac- access to His Word, but we also have direct access to, to, to petition God. And what other religions out there in the world can, can offer you that? There, there are none. Uh, uh, with any other religion, there's somebody that you have to go through to get to that God that doesn't even exist. But we, have a, we serve a living God, and we have direct access to Him. I use this the phrase, the... Um, <clears throat> I lost it. I'm, I'm not sure where it was at, but uh, the Bible uses the phrase, uh, uh, the, <clears throat> the middle wall of partition. It talks about the middle wall of partition, that that wall has been uh, re- removed. Uh, is, you, you look at the Old Testament and the Israelites and what they had to do to, to access God. Uh, they didn't have direct access. Uh, they had to go through the priests when they needed forgiveness of, for, for their sins, uh, they just couldn't take care of it right there. They 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 had to t- take a sacrifice to the uh, um, to the tabernacle later the temple and 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 give it to the priests and the priests had to make intercession for them and and make the sacrifice and 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 they didn't have that direct access and even the priests themselves the. Uh, remember, there was three parts to the, the to the temple, and the innermost part was the holy of holies, and even that only the high priest was allowed in there, and that was only under circum, certain circumstances he was allowed in there, and and so access to to God the Father was very, uh, I guess you could say, limited, but because of the work that Christ did on the cross, um, that middle wall partition has been uh, removed. If you, if you look at Mark 27, verse 51, or, or Mark 15, 38, the same account of, of uh, Jesus as he's uh, being crucified on the cross, and, 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 and as he uh, uh, dies there on the cross, uh, the Bible tells us that the, the, the veil that separated that holy of holies was rent in two, uh, signifying that, hey, you don't have to go through the priests anymore. Uh, you can come directly, uh, directly to me, uh, again, because of what uh, Christ has done. And so we have direct access to the Father. Verses 14 and 15. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments, contained in ordinances, for to make... In himself of twain, one new man, so making peace. 
we also have peace. And it's a peace like any other. Uh, before salvation, the Bible says flat out that we were the enemies of God. Uh, but here it says, no, you're, you're, you're saved. You're no longer God's enemy. Uh, we, we are his children. And because of that, we have uh, peace. And he offers us to his peace. Uh, that peace often, uh, many times, cannot be described by, 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 by words. Um, it's so easy to get wrapped up in the, the circumstances uh, going on around us. We turn on the news, and, and it's easy to start worrying, uh, uh, you know, with, you know, uh, this conflict or, or that conflict uh, or, you know, that might break out or, or this variant or that variant that might sweep across our nation and shut us down again, uh, whatever it may be, we can... Uh, it could be uh, relationship issues or health issues, financial issues, wh whatever it is. It's easy to become uh, distracted and focused on those things. And, 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 uh, but those things, all they do is bring fear and they bring anxiety. But because of who we are in Christ, we are offered peace. We are given peace. And whatever it is that you are facing, uh, more than likely, God's not going to remove it. Um, but he does promise to be there with us through it and, and guide us through it and, 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 and give us uh, peace as, as we uh, go through those moments. As believers, we are truly blessed. We, we serve a God unlike any other, um, because he is the one true living God. And, and we see this uh, grace, uh, that he, this marvelous grace that he just bestows upon, upon us, upon his children. And we, we, we see the things that we have access to uh, because we are in Christ and, and uh, just the, the, the grace that's there. And, and we, we need to remember that. We need to make sure that we're not taking uh, those things for, for granted. And, and, and we uh, each day thank him for the, 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 the blessings that he has given us. I, I've heard uh, grace defined this way. Uh, it's made a, uh, an acrostic. God's riches at Christ's expense. God's riches at Christ's expense. And as we look, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, Christ sacrificed his life, and because of that, we have grace. It's offered to us freely. All we have to do is accept it. And we look, when we look uh, at all God has given us, we see just how much he loves us and how much he, he cares for us. Sometimes we... We look at our circumstances and we, uh, we, we might make the, the accusation of, why would God allow this? Why would God do this to me? You know, why, 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 why do I have to, to, to go through this? Um, but he does love us. And, and again, he might not remove the circumstances uh, that we're going through, but he gives us grace. He offers us grace and it's, it's there. All we have to do is uh, receive it.